Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. everybody, welcome back to Elder Scrolls Off the Record for episode number 47. We have a big show as always for you guys, but first, this show is brought to you by who? TweakedAudio.com, everyone! That's right. They are the creators of some amazing, amazing headphones. Earbud style, that is. Oh yeah, and speaking of styles, they got four of them. Tweaked California, Tweaked Classic, Tweaked Parkour, and Natural. And that comes with wood. Six colors... Optional microphone, designed for amazing sound quality, engineered for durability, noise reduction design, compatible with all of your iPhones, iPhones, Android devices, all of your different MP3 players. Retails at $19.95. However, with the code off the record, all one word now, let's not get crazy, you'll get 30% off plus free shipping. Now we're getting crazy. Drops your price down from $19.95. Down to twelve ninety five. That's right. Off the record is your code for thirty percent off, free worldwide shipping. If you're listening to us in Tel Aviv, you're going to get that free shipping, and it's not easy or cheap to ship to Tel Aviv. It's like getting free parking in a big city, guys. You got to do it. Tweakedaudio.com. Unbelievable earbuds. You're going to love them, and you're going to thank us for recommending Tweakedaudio.com. They're like buds for your ear. <gasps> They're your totally. ears, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to cheese that one up. You did, quite a bit. <laughs> All right, I am Joe the Widget Wilson, the one of the hosts for this show, and joining me as always is Mr. Evarwin. Hello, Joe. Hello, everyone. Great to be here. Good to be here. So to speak, because you're kind of like eight hours away. But yeah, we're kind of present. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop right there. And joining us as always is our loring lore master himself, Louis. Olon. Hello, Joe. Hello, Barwin. I am also glad to be virtually here amongst all of you. <laughs> Hello, Lou. I'm virtually happy that you're virtually here. And bringing up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't go any further. I was going to. Mr. David something something Adams. Thank you for the butt reference. <laughs> You're welcome. Way to segue to Dave. <laughs> I, I really am not going further than that. So like, what I was going to do was uh, <laughs> I was going to announce him like and bringing up the rear. But oh, yeah, I, I decided not to. Born. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, hand that man some tums. <laughs> Not even five minutes in, and there's a fart joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a new record for that one. Hi, everybody. 
Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All the kids say hi. Hi, Dave. <laughs> All right, we do have quite a bit of show to get into tonight. Dave, you have something to say? I think so. All right. What? What? Okay. No big deal. Yes. Say what? Um, first thing before we do anything else, there is something that was bothering me today, and I, I know Ivaro when it was the same thing because he kind of brought up the same time I did in the same kind of context. But playing all the old ESO games, or <laughs> ES games, Elder Scrolls, not well, anyway. We, a lot of people have been complaining about the classes in ESO. How in quotes here, they are not. Elder Scrolls, to include them. Um, we call the BS card. Because the only game to not feature the class system was Skyrim. And a lot of people who were who also been saying the same thing, saying, well, I used to play Morrowind and Oblivion, and there's no class system. Well, obviously, you've never played those games. Because they have the exact same class system is used from starting with Arena all the way up to Oblivion. And yeah, I'm, pretty much. What I believe is ESO is doing is taking that class system format and applying it to Skyrim's open class system format into something more grand, if you will. Grandiose. Grandioso. Grandiose. Thoughts, yeah. gentlemen? I think it's hysterical. I think it's absolutely hysterical seeing seeing people on the forums say something like that and now that we're we're going back further than Morrowind and still seeing the stuff uh in in this case classes that we saw in Oblivion and Morrowind all the way back into Arena <laughs> it makes me laugh and and I say to myself that these there's there's definitely people on those forums that are that are screaming very loudly and confidently and <clears throat> and in fact are 110% incorrect yeah and I find it really funny because I've dabbed in Arena, Daggerfall, and now Morrowind recently, and yeah. they have the exact same classes, the exact same way to get those classes or to pick them as all three of those games. I'm not sure. I believe it's the exact same way in Oblivion too. That's what I've been told. So Skyrim was the only break from that norm. Yeah, mind so, you, very, I mean, very interesting. Yeah, interesting food for thought for you guys on that end. Um. <clears throat> there is another talking point that I would like to get into, and that is the big elephant in the room, or mm. the woolly mammoth in the room, if you will, and that is Dragonborn. I love how this was announced. Oh yeah, I think they, uh, I think our talks with them over at Bethesda. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> so how was it announced, Ivar? One that made you so giddy. Uh, I love the fact that it was just like totally, hey guys, uh, yeah, that Dragonborn thing, yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. And everyone's like, oh my god, it's coming out tomorrow, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Liz. Yeah, it was totally crazy. <laughs> they just, <laughs> just threw it out there. They're like, yeah. And then Pete Hines was in there, and everyone was excited, and Pete was like, yeah, it's coming out tomorrow, and... It was totally cool. It was totally a Twitter party, and I was there. And I didn't mean to be. <laughs> it was great. It's like the party came to us. We were just standing there on Twitter, and then everyone we know and love from Bethesda was like, Hey, 
yay, confetti everywhere, Dragonborn tomorrow. We're like, oh my god, it's our 40th wedding anniversary you shouldn't have. <laughs> like, well, it was that exciting. I think the bigger news actually came with those announcements. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you had, you had uh, PS3 and the PC announced uh, to hit very early 2013. And the thing um, is here, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to pay very close attention to what you just said. PS3 and PC. Yes. So they're coming out and telling you right now, Dragonborn for the PS3 and the PC. PS3 and the PC. To hit <laughs> 2013, early, early 2013. So I'm predicting it's going to hit the PC next month. And I'm thinking by the beginning of March, late February, PS3. I can just see it now. Happy New Year! By the way, here's some Dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, Dragonborn. I've been hearing tons about it from our fans. I've been reading a ton about it. It is already getting giant praise out there. I've heard people saying it's the best DLC for Skyrim yet. Oh yeah, by far. So this gets me excited. Because I enjoy Dawnguard. Yeah, I haven't fully beaten it yet because I've been kind of enjoying it, doing all the side quests. But I'm going to definitely before, you know, New Year's. Hellfire yeah, was eh. But yeah, I mean, what do you guys think so far on this? I mean, we obviously none of us have been playing it because we, we don't play on the 360. But I'm eager to hear what everyone else has to say regarding this. Oh, let me on this. Dave? Oh, Ready? baby. I'm taking the leash off, man. The leash is coming off. You ready? All right. Here you go. I, I got a Twitter uh, message the other day from uh, Matt S. Sent me a Twitter message, which made me almost cry. You ready for this? You're Go not for ready it. for this. Everybody sitting down? Oh, I'm sitting down. Of course. All right. No pants. This, dragon mounts are in Dragonborn, and there's an achievement to tame and ride five of them. <laughs> oh my god Hugh Dave Nergasm Oh it's oh, I'm so Ooh, wrong one Oh ah. That's that's the yes Oh so right. what else has been <laughs> confirmed in this guys that you've seen or read about well, uh, you're definitely going back to Morrowind. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's definitely been confirmed. Um, it's, and I hate the fact that I, I don't actually remember the exact area that you're going to. But you're not in Skyrim. You're in an area of Morrowind. Uh, so that's that's great. That that has been confirmed. And what I think the the most important piece here is that this is the DLC that we were hoping for um, ever since last year. You know, uh, when the Game Jam video came out, everyone was like, uh, oh, this is great. DLC is coming out. I hope it's going to be more of the game. And then Todd Howard came out during the VGAs saying, you know, DLC is definitely coming out. But, you know, we want to add more than just just more to the game because it's already a big game. What we want to do is we want you to play the game differently. And everyone's kind of like, ah, oh, it's kind of cool, but I was hoping for more. Here's the more, guys. Here's your more. That's what this is. It's It's a new area. Dragon mounts... You're flying out there. 
um, this is that's that's the most exciting part. It's a whole new area, all new quests, all new way to play your Dovahkiin. Yeah, all those um, carriage guys, you know, in front of the cities who give you who travel you to city to city are gonna. They have already been picketing. They're on strike. <laughs> um, so I'm just saying. Do we know if um, um, one thing I haven't been able to see are spirits confirmed as player weapons? Are spirits confirmed as player weapons? Yeah, because there was that in the video they showed some enemies using spears. Oh, spears! Spears. S P E A R S. Ah, I thought you said spirits. Not Brittany. No, spears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Alright, well, I- fans, write us in. Let us know. Come on. Yeah, get to I it. I don't know. That I don't know about. I don't know if, if spears have been confirmed or not confirmed. Um, the the initial news announcements that um, that I've been looking at, nothing's really said anything to the to the degree of of uh, spears. Oh, you want to read this little bit you put here? Oh yeah, sure. Um, so it's already getting high praise from from certain certain gaming outlets like Attack of the Fanboy, Xbox 360 Achievements, Video Gamer, Kotaku, uh, OXM UK, CVG are going to weigh in soon. Uh, they're all saying that this is this is just about the best DLC Skyrim has had. Uh, Hearthfire, this is, this is another thing too that I want to point out. This is a big bullet point. Hearthfire and Dawnguard is coming out to the PS3. This is not a flub. This was was put on Twitter. It's on Beth Blog's website. Um, Pete Hines also reiterated: Hearthfire and Dawnguard is in fact coming to PS3. They wanted to work on Dragonborn first. Now that Dragonborn is out, they're gonna they're in quotes turning their attention to Hearthfire and Dawnguard for the PS3. So it is coming out. Now I've got this quote here that I would like to read to uh, to everyone that'll you know give a little extra info on Dragonborn. Uh, for those that are playing the content already, we hope you're having a blast in Solstein, which is the area that I was trying to think of in Morrowind. I'm sorry. <laughs> and as noted in Monday's blog post, we're hard at work to make this content available early next year on PS3 and PC. On PS3 in particular, we turned our attention to Dragonborn, as we thought it was the best content to release first, and we didn't want folks to wait longer. Once it's ready to go for everyone, we'll continue our previous work on Hearthfire and Dawnguard for PS3. Each one takes a lot of time and attention to work, to work well in all circumstances and all combinations of DLC. Once we have a better idea of release timing and pricing, we'll let you know. And also we have some more stuff planned for, for everyone, for everyone next year as well. We do everything we can to return the support you have given us, whether it's the creation kit, Steam Workshop, game updates, or DLC. Thanks for your continued support and sharing your adventures with us. And that comes from Beth Blog. I found a little article that kind of outlines some of the things about it. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things they said was the Black Books. And it's basically the, the Daedric Prince of Fate and Knowledge. Um, Hermius Mora returns in Dragonborn in a big way. It's Powerful black books are hidden all across uh, Soul's theme, whatever you call it. Each one teleporting the reader into its bizarre and dangerous oblivion plane. Oh, um, they're saying they're calling this mini Morrowind in a big way. Uh, tons of new items and spells, which they're saying are even better than the actual ability to tame and ride dragons, 
I call BS, but beside the point. (laughs) (laughs) There's a ton of new powerful spells in the game, and there's this uh, new lightweight armor that offers a 100% protection if you can find all the pieces. Interesting. Um, Yeah. They're saying that there's not really much in terms of actual physical weapons added to the game. Um, On that exact point, I'm also doing a little research as we're talking. Um, I found some things that outlined exactly what features were added into the game. Um, One of them is they did say they added spears and a new type of weapon. Yeah, spears are confirmed, as well as a new type of weapon, Stallrim weapons, which is what Joe was just talking about. Is that a a Stallrim island or whatever? Is that the one that they call a metallic ice? Yeah, it, it's called Ice Armor and Ice Weapons. Uh, like, that's its nickname. But apparently, it's the, the official name is Stallrim Armor and Weapons, and that's exactly what Joe was talking about for the 100% uh, resistance to everything. It's also uh, the Stallrim, which can be used to form the armor, can also be used in alchemical. Uh, it, it's an alchemical ingredient. Oh, interesting. Nice. So. Yeah, I, I got a um, I got a thing here from GameSpot that confirms Spears as well and Eurogamer. Then that review I was reading was full of crap. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they only gave it an eighty out of a hundred. Yeah. Oh, and this this uh, this GameSpot um, thing I'm looking at this that confirmed Spears was uh, as of December sixth. That's today. Another. I have another big question for you guys: Is there a Spear tree skill tree? Or constellation. It, it doesn't say anything about that, so I bet they just lump it in with two-handed weapons. Two-handed weapons, yeah. Bummer. I'm gonna have to rebirth my red guard, bring him out of the, uh, dust them off, and pull him out of the closet. Not that kind of closet. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever do you mean, dear sir? <laughs> well, you know they also added a few other cool things, like they added in the ability, to, I think, to make Nordic armor, and they have bone mold armor now. But the coolest thing ever. They added it in chitin armor. Yeah. Um, well, that, that I'm so excited about makes that. sense because there's a lot of um, Dwemer ruins, city ruins, in the Morrowind area, which I heard were pretty hard, which I look forward to doing, which is awesome, which I'm saying which way too witching much. So that's what we got for Dawnguard for right now. We're going to get a lot more into it, obviously, when the game releases for PC and PS3. A lot more into it, I'm assuming. But for right now, though, we have a whole bunch of other Elder Scrolls-based gaming time that we've been diving into. You guys want to get into that? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Um, Can I go first? Yeah. Mine's smaller than your guys's. But anyway, (laughs) I bought Morrowind. I've heard that before. (laughs) Oh, trust me. Not on that end. (laughs) (laughs) I bought Morrowind. I broke down and I had to buy it because I keep on hearing how everyone has you know, like it's like I read the old um, polls that, that when people they were, they were asked what was your favorite ESO or Elder Scrolls game and Morrowind was like taking the lead and all that kind of stuff. I was really curious about it. Yeah. And even one of my good friends, Derek, he's that was the game that in quotes here changed his life for gaming. So I wanted to give it a shot. Gross. What? Gross. Awesome. Anyway. <laughs> I uh, I installed it, and the first thing I saw was the exact same class system, or that you have to the same way of picking a class as you would in Arena and Daggerfall, which made me giggle. 
uh, it was fun. I first started out as a knight, went through it, and I noticed that there's that bug, that audio bug that I, I remember people talking about, but forgot about until I heard it, where Bethesda had the audio backwards, where when you look away from a character, they get louder. When you look directly at them, you can't hear them at all. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, literally, I have to have like the character barely off the side of my screen to hear them. I made sure I put subtitles on, so when I if I have to stare at them, I can you know still read what they're saying. Yeah, well, isn't that obvious though? The ears are on the side of your head, not the front. <laughs> <laughs> it just it, it cracks me up because I used to be a designer, and that's I, it's it, I'm surprised it was not fixed in the future. It makes sense to me. I mean, it was back in the in the Xbox One days, you know, just regular Xbox days, so they really didn't do DLC updates. And that was right before that time, or updates in general. So it's that, it just cracks me up. I don't know, because they got the audio flipped around of the exact opposite of what it should be for audio range. Yeah, that, that kind of thing. You know what it is? It's the, the game at this point is just so old. And, you know, it's, it's kind of funny to, like, see those sort of things. It almost makes you nostalgic for, like, yeah, I loved it, honestly. I, I cracked yeah. up. It's like I was checking my speakers. I'm like, what the heck's going on? And my speaker's not working. I could barely hear this dude. And I, it, the funniest thing that would make me discover what I was doing wrong was the very first guy in, in the boat that you talk to before the guard comes up and takes you away. And I was trying to figure out, and I got just frustrated, hit my, my keyboard, which moved my mouse, which moved my character away from that dude, and I can hear him loudly. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. <laughs> and there it is. So I made sure that I, I, you know, didn't look directly at anybody playing that game. And yeah, the graphics were... Oh, I actually looked up on Steam the original gameplay trailer for it. And it cracked me up even more. Isn't it hysterical? Oh, I loved it. But, you know, for being a, a PlayStation 2, Xbox Days style game, it's it's still very, very good. Oh, yeah. What little I've played. I mean, I chose a night at first. Went through the first town talking to people. And some of the menus are get kind of wanky and confusing but once you get through all that i started making my i was i started making my way to balmora i think it was called it's where you first the first thing i do you have to go do the emperor service at i think it's called balmora and i was following the signs making my way out there and i saw this little path off the side like a um, a mine shaft and that's when skyrim popped into my head oh, i gotta go do that walked into it got my butt handed to me within the first bandit that was in there <laughs> and I'm sitting there swinging away like mad with my iron sword. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Every now and then there'd be like a little tiny blood splatter. And they would <laughs> grunt. And it would say grunt on my screen. Um, <laughs> grunt. <laughs> yeah, it cracks me up. But Ow, crunch. Well, I got my butt kicked. And then it said, start new game. I was like, what? <sighs> yeah, it doesn't autosave. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things that I've I found. I've, I've played... Very, very little of Morrowind. I'm, I'm focusing my efforts right now on Oblivion, but I noticed that you you have to you have to manually save in that game, which is something that I don't think any of us are used to anymore. I did turn on the fact that I did turn on the auto save for when you go to to rest, mm-hmm. which I figured out what that was on my keyboard. It was a T key, which made me happy. So the second character I made was an archer. I figured, you know, I'm always BA with archers in all these games. Yeah. So I, I went into this game, and there's this little tiny, like, worm-looking, leech-looking dude on the road that I ran into in my night. Kicked his tush, no problem. 
this little leech, little thing, almost kicked my butt because even though my cursor was right on him and I was shooting arrow after arrow at him, it wasn't hitting him. Right. Well, you had to face away from him in order to. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of guess I tried that once and it really worked. But so I aimed at his like his left bottom left tooth, think, and I got him. But it took me three hits. I mean, come on, an arrow to a little tiny worm leech and it didn't kill it in one hit. So I realized that the um, difficulty curve for Morrowind's greater than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Especially when trying to figure out how to aim a bow, because their hip hitbox apparently is the size of a th- the point of a tooth. <laughs> but I'm going to continue to play because I am very intrigued by it, and especially with the fact that uh, yeah. Dragonborn's coming out for us, you know, PS, PC, and PS3 players uh, on the uh, beginning of next year. It would make me feel more nostalgic if I was able to get pretty far into Morrowind to go back into Morrowind in, Elder- in Skyrim time and Skyrim graphics. Yeah, and play it that way. Um, I I threw a post up on it's a poll actually on uh, the the forums, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to just bring this up very quickly. the 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 poll was the definitive Elder Scrolls game. Your opinion, and we put it up there. Uh, it's it's under the Elder Scrolls OTR official forum handle, I guess. <laughs> Uh, and it's on the uh, the Elder Scrolls series discussion board, and I posted it up on uh, November 29th. Now, uh, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you said Morrowind was number one in a lot of the polls that you looked at. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had we had two, over 2,000 views on this particular poll itself. 63 had replied, and 178 people had casted their votes. So, for the amount of views that we had, we we still had very you know we had a very little. Um, actually vote, but out of the 178 members who did vote, uh, Morrowind was number one out of 78 collective votes. Morrowind made number one as the definitive Elder Scrolls game. I added in a feature after being asked um, all of the Elder, all of them. Some people wanted a, a, a uh, you know, an all, the all of them answer. kind of a thing. Yeah, that got 31 votes. So, had I not put that in there... That's kind of a cop-out, though, ain't it? Oh, it's definitely a cop-out, but there were some people that really felt very strongly that there is no definitive Elder Scrolls game, that the series itself is the definitive Elder Scrolls game because it matures. Mm -hmm. Which I cannot understand, and and a lot of people wanted it, so I figured out what the... You know, it's not a scientific poll, why not? Let's just throw it in. Um, Skyrim got 39 Oblivion got 17, Daggerfall 10, Arena 3, and all of them got 31. Morrowind was a landslide at 78. So, um, I mean, you know, whatever whatever polls that you're seeing, Joe, are are consistent at least with our own our own poll on the uh, on the forums as well. Yeah, ah, so I'm going into it to check it out. See yeah. what the so, hoopla's about. Looks like you're you're playing right now uh, the possibly the definitive Elder Scrolls game for now. <laughs> I mean, we got another single player game coming out in the future, and we got ESO coming out. You know, we got we still get people on our our website still commenting stuff like, "I can't stand ESO because that means they're going to stop making Elder, Elder Scrolls single player games." I was like, yeah. "Really, dude? Hello, two companies, two different, yeah." The other one's yeah. making the single. The other one's making the MMO. Come on. Yep. Still ESO, buddy. Kind of derpy. Still ES. <laughs> That's a bunch of ES. 
All right. Um, the rest of my play was kind of eh. I uh, tried Arena again, got to the warp gate, got the right answer this time, and it crashed. Turns out that there's a, a bug still that they said they supposedly was fixed with DOSBox to where it crashes when you try to zone out of the first area. Uh, apparently with my version, it's not fixed. So I kind of said, okay, I'm going to go play Morrowind where it's at least more stomachable on that end. <laughs> um, other than that, I, I did get in and tried to play Fred's mod, but I ran into a lot of Skyrim issues. A lot. So I kind of oh turned it off. Oh my god. So I didn't really get to see everything, Fred. I apologize. I know he's really excited for me to see it. I did see the giant. I did see it. <laughs> so don't worry. I get to see that part. <laughs> other than that, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, before we get into the next play, though, I wanted to go over a quick email, and this just came in to us from Murdoch1153. He says, hey guys, I've been listening to the podcast since episode one, but this is the first time I've written in. I was glad to hear Ivarwin talk about his Oblivion playthrough. I would love for him to play the quest A Brush with Death, my favorite quest in Oblivion, and, it, and get his thoughts on this fun little quest and see how he fares against the painted trolls. The quest has started by speaking with Tivili, Tivla and you know what Tivella Lou, Lou read this <laughs> Ty- Tyvella and fighting with Tyvella in Chindahal see that guy can do it you guys are awesome keep up the good work Murdoch and the reason why I did this email really quick is I want to tie into Mr. Evarwin's playthrough hey! with his answer to that email well I have I have not had a chance to uh, to check out a brush with death um, however, what I am going to do is um, I'm just now looking it up on uh, the unofficial Elder Scrolls wiki page, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a look through because um, painted ooh Victoria's Secret ad on the left hand bar nice uh, <laughs> a, <laughs> sorry painted trolls are just as awesome as painted cows <laughs> and slightly more awesome so yes uh, Murdoch thanks for the recommendation I will find it and play it and I'll let you know next week what I think about it. Let me just make a note about that. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I played uh, Oblivion and Skyrim this week. The Oblivion playthrough was a bit more rewarding than the Skyrim playthrough, though. What I'm doing in Skyrim is I figured out, all right, all right, Avarwin, Paladin of Arwen in Skyrim, you have, you have defeated Alduin, the World Eater. You have defeated Harkon. You've gone into the depths. Let me guess. You went to go find Disneyland. Uh, well, if this was if no. this was the Star Wars podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but since you know, you've you've just won the World Series. What are you going to do next? Gone going to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We can join Star Tours for real. <laughs> so, um. No, I, I was not going to go to Disneyland. I've defeated Harkin. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to settle down. I've never been married in this game. Aww. That's sweet. Yes. <laughs> but before I, can, before I can claim a wife and have a whole, mu- miss a, whole mess of Dova babies, <laughs> um, Dova I'm kids. going to... <laughs> Dova kids. Uh, I'm going to first... Build a home with Hearthfire, to which I have not uh, I've not done yet either. So the first step in doing that is picking one of those holds 
which I, I decided should be um, Winterhold. And, and I'm going to you know just do what I have to do. So I, I found out that I have to first help like three citizens within Winterhold. This is a lot harder than <laughs> than you might think. Oh, you, you have to do the uh, do the three tasks from the yes. Yarl to become Thane. <laughs> okay. Now I I did this on my Xbox in Falkreath. Wait, but, I, I didn't have to. I only had to do one quest. I didn't have to do anything else. Yeah, no. It says like you got to help two out of. Well, I have. You now, got the I wrong quest, man. That's his, that? that's his. That's his regular quest for 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 uh, Thane or whatever it is, but. No, there's a another there's a single quest you can do that just gets you right into it. You don't have to do all that. Yeah, but you have to become Thane first, don't you? Nope, I'm not. Well, that explains a lot, I suppose, because I haven't been able to become Thane in Winterhold, and it's really irking the hell out of me, because, you know what? I went all that jerk of a Jarl asked me to go all the way <laughs> to, like, you know... The North Pole to get this guy's freaking helmet back that he couldn't find a thousand for a thousand years and thinks like it'll give him more political pull among the Jarls in, in Skyrim. I went all the way out there, I kicked this guy's butt in, I brought his helmet back, and I still apparently have not helped the last person in Winterhold to become Thane. <laughs> Man was I angry. <laughs> <laughs> so um I pretty much writ have written off Winterhold. Yeah, I like your last little comment in your notes. I yeah, screw that... your Winterhold. I want to live in your frozen milk-drinking rebel scum hold anyway. <laughs> 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 so, I got to figure this whole thing out. I don't know what I do. So, uh, I got a question, uh, Doba Bros. Yeah. Do we need to have a, uh, a Doba bachelor party for our, the Doba man? <laughs> yeah, That'd you did. That would be Doba awesome. <laughs> I'll be Dova Groovy. I'll bring the Dova the Dova Skuma. Oh, we'll go to the oh, Dova bar. Dova strippers. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Anyway, um, yeah. So, so what am I? What am I doing wrong here? What sh- What should I have been doing? Did you get the courier that give you the the quest yet? Because there's a courier yeah. the courier that goes to you and gives you the paper. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Originally, I brought it to Falkreath. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that after, and I forgot about this because when when Hearthfire came out for PC, I downloaded it for PC and then just kind of left it because I wanted to finish up um, my Dawnguard main quest. So I saw in my quest log that I have to become Thane in Winterhold and Falkreath, and I kind of figured like, okay, I must be able to like just choose one of these one of these two holds, and I become Thane, and then I can just build my house in those holds. Nope. Alright, so that it's was Falkreath. my mistake. Falkreath is, he gives you a quest, a really simple quest to go do into a bandit cave, clean it up, or do a little uh, questionable task for him. Yeah. Once you're done with that, he gives you land to go build. Well, and I didn't want to do the questionable task. Well, then you don't get a house. That's bull. <laughs> My paladin ethics say no. Oh, well, you'll get the land. Done it. <laughs> That's all right. I got a downloaded castle somewhere all the way up in the mountains anyway. I don't need your stinking hut. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I chose not to use Hardfire. I'm like, you know what? I prefer the pre existing mods that do well. I don't have to go out and go questing for it because I I have more than enough quests in my journal. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> right, but what kills me about this is you got to have the house in order to get the Dova brats. Yeah. You have to build a certain room in the Dova house to get Dova kids. Oh, see? Now, like, you know what? You know what? That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so now... So now I have to I have to build a, a house that's sin built in order to get this thing. <laughs> you know? Because apparently this guy wants me to go out there and, you know, do some questionable tasks. Uh, oh my BS. I don't, I don't want my kids growing up in a house like that. What's gonna happen? Like my, my, my kid's gonna ask me, like, Oh daddy, how did we get the money for this house? I'm like, Oh, that's easy. I did some questionable tasks for that jerk Jarl. Okay. I'm going to do it anyway. I could care less. I'm just being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was Skyrim. Um, Oblivion, I got a few nights sleep and leveled up thanks to all the people on Twitter. I am now level four. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I figured out that, uh, well, I didn't figure anything out. I had people on Twitter telling me this week, uh, Varwin, <clears throat> idiot, uh, you have to level up. In order to level up, you have to go to sleep first. So I found a bed. Well, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, well, I didn't. So. <laughs> so I did it, and I'm level four, and I'm happy with myself. Um, I ab- abandoned my search for uh, Deep Score and Hollow in favor of tracking down the Gray Fox. And no, I'm not talking about B. Arthur and Grandma's Boy. Oh! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, was that me? Oops. I, I should have uh, muted myself. But then I, I, without getting too many spoilers, I sort of started to figure out like this guy is going to want me to join the Thieves Guild, and I'm not into that yet. So I picked another random quest that I thought sounded cool, which was um, Battleborn Castle. Apparently, Battleborn Castle is being uh, sieged by by a uh, murderous group. So I thought, oh, this is perfect for for uh, for a paladin. Let me let me stop this siege. So I go hoofing it all the way, literally hoofing it with my my old half dead horse that I acquired last week, over to to Battleborn Castle, only to find like three guys so just you, fighting guards. You need to name your. Castle. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you need to, you didn't you need to name your horse closer to dog food. I could name my well, I would name my horse, but uh, my horse isn't there anymore. Oh. Yeah. So he is dog food. Uh, now he is, yeah. Because right. what happened was when I got off my horse to fight the, the three people sieging this castle, which is probably <laughs> the most pathetic siege I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> a whole whopping three people. Oh That's my a- god, we can't leave the castle! <laughs> I thought I was- Stop them! Both! <laughs> <laughs> there are three of them, sire. We, we can't possibly hold out against such odds. <laughs> what gets me about this is that... <laughs> They were losing. <laughs> they needed me. Like if I didn't go, they were all going to die. It was bad enough. The 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 uh, the king of that particular castle, or the monarch of that castle, or whatever he was, the the lord of that castle was already dead. He already died. By the time I was there, he was dead on the ground, which was good for me because I needed the armor upgrade. We- <laughs> bad for me because when I got off the horse. One of these guys started chasing after my horse, and instead of my horse turning around and fighting back, he runs. I would just like to, to make a quick comment that horses can usually survive a battle with a dragon. I know. I'm yet used to they this. couldn't survive these three guys. The onslaught of three idiots. Dova steroids. Yeah. 
Skyrim tards. <laughs> or I should say Oblivion tards. <laughs> wow. That's so, ridiculous. My horse goes running up this this dirt path with one of the one of the marauding siegers attacking it, and I don't know where they go because I'm getting pelted by a you know, uh this this archer whom went down in like two hits. And uh, then some other guy came up to me and, and started beating me over the head with his shield and, and his mace, and I wrecked his life. And that was it. I never found my horse again. I think it's dead. He never came back. <laughs> so he's scared. See, I'm like, that, that crazy siege, those three people, they scare me. I'm never going back there again. I don't know what happened. I, <laughs> I got nothing. So <laughs> in any event, um, it turns out that I'm given a uh, a note, and it's telling me that I have to go back into the Imperial City, and you know uh, that I basically own Battleborn Castle now because I ended that siege. But I have to go back to the Imperial City, like I don't know, pick up some furniture or whatever. Great, great, great! You had to pick up the the dining hall set and the new flatware. <laughs> yeah, so on my way to go pick up uh, you know silverware at the Imperial City, I I found a. Um, a, uh, a random, like like a random ruin somewhere off in the woods, and I went in there and and you know beat some goblins in the face, and it was cool and stuff. <laughs> so that that's that that's what I did for the week, guys. Yeah, so like Raymore and Flanagan for for Oblivion. I got two more emails. <laughs> wow, Lou. See, we can't go with a bad joke hole any further. Um, <laughs> and everyone shuts up. Did you just say that? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know I'm the king of them, but still. We got an email from Fuzzy. He says, Hey guys, I play on Xbox and downloaded Dragonborn today. Had a quick hour on it before work. It looks like another great edition of the best game ever. Just saying. I also agree wholeheartedly with what you were saying about PS3 players getting it, getting all DLC for free for the hassle they have had. Regards, Fuzzy. And we agree? Yes. Yeah. Also, we got one from Connor M. He says, congratulations on your recent attention from Bethesda. You deserve it. I, it was actually Zenimax. But yeah, Bethesda kind of too. I fell behind on your show, but I'll catch up eventually. But OMG, Dragon Mounts. There's been some extra oh details, God. for example. The elemental <laughs> armor you've seen. Well, that's a... Sh- oh, okay, no. He's got that wrong. The elemental armor I saw was actually an actual elemental armor from Ice. Yo. Well, that's a shout called Dragon Aspect. Well, probably, I guess that's a shout that gives you some kind of armor. Um, Find out. Bought an Xbox so I can play some DLC. Good luck to you all. Take care, Connor. What does it say? Shout called Dragon Aspect? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes you go into like a berserker rage. It's supposed to unleash your inner dragon. Your inner dova. Well, as, as for the armor I saw, it was that light armor made from that ice armor stuff. That I'm never going to yeah. pronounce the name, even after playing the game. Stallrim? Stallrim? Stallrim. I like uh, Ice better. Uh, Dragon Aspect is a very powerful shout, unlocked the same way as every other shout in Skyrim. You'll need to find three words of power scattered around Solstheim. Word one is strength, two is worm, and three is armor. So it looks like uh, it says here... Hmm. Okay. I don't want to say this stuff. It's kind of... Dirty. No, it's just it's gonna ruin. It's okay, gonna it's yeah. gonna be a spoiler, so I don't want to read that off. I can just you know if you've ever thought about actually saying the shouts 
in regular tongue? Like, what was that one? That one was uh, Strength Snake in Armor? Strength Worm in Armor, yeah. yeah. It's basically Strength Worm. I summon this armor. Strength Worm Armor! doesn't work. Yeah, that sounds kind of dorky. Yeah. Can you imagine what it must sound like to a dragon for you to say a dra- dragon shout? Like, hey, three random words. Pineapple, hair clips, and nail file. All <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. dragons shudder and fall over dead. <laughs> you uttered the forbidden three words. All of a sudden, the dragon starts getting pelted by hair care products and fruit. <laughs> Avon lady calling the Dova. Oh, no, 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 no. Front door. <laughs> Don't answer the door. Croesus. <laughs> See, it just sounds so much better in the dragon language. <laughs> in all the horror movies, everything sounds so much better because, you know, all demons and evil spirits know Latin. <laughs> all right, hold on. We got Elder Scrolls Wiki says, Dragon Aspect shout. When Dragon Aspect is active, the player is enveloped in an, in quotes, abstract set of dragon armor for a short time along with a massive damage bonus to both weapons and other dragon shouts. With every word of power obtained, these effects rise greatly. Each word of power also adds more to the visual appearance of the abstract dragon armor. Mul Ka Div. Strength Armor Worm. So there you go. Lovely. Alright, Dave, your playthrough, buddy. Oh, right. Now, this is awesome. So everybody just hang up back and, and we'll discuss... Hang it back! Just, I'm sitting right. back, yo. On our previous episode of David Off the Record... David right, no. Off the Record! So, last week, my hero went into the Soul Cairn to try to, to get the Elder Scroll of Blood. <gasps> and dun, successfully, dun, dun. I might add, I, I went in there so... BA that I tore up this evil, <laughs> dark, yes, that, that evil, dark uh, soul dragon, which, by the way, I figured out what was going on with you, Joe. I'll, I'll tell you that in just a second, too. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I got out of the soul cairn. I was like, all right, I've had enough of this. I went on. I Actually, I was forced out of the soul cairn early this week because uh, Fred wanted me to test out his mod, and... Uh, it, let's just say his mod is evil. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was fun. Yeah. I, if y'all haven't tried it out, there's something added for a limited amount of time, and, and y'all need to test it out. But I did get out of the Soul Cairn, and I uh, had a bit of an issue. I started. I continued on. I'm, I'm now on the quest to find the Elder Scroll of the Dragon. But there's a problem. The game cheats. It wants you to be so far progressed in the Dovahkiin quest chain that if you're not that far, I haven't even seen Alduin raise the first dragon. That's how far I'm. I'm not even that far yet. But because of where I am in the uh, the the quest chain to finding the dragon Elder Scroll, it threw me ahead to discerning the the transmundane. Which, if you don't know where that is, that's that's part of the drag the Dovahkiin quest chain, where you have to go to that crazy psychopath dude straight north of uh, the College of Winterhold. Yeah, he's in a, a, a ice cavern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's you know, the guy you know that. Uh... No, that's not a part of the actual quest chain. That's the one of the Daedra guys. It's one of the Daedra quest chains. 
Yeah, it starts a danger quest chain, but that's where you go to... He, that dude is the guy who... You also no. have to talk to him for the main quest chain to find out no. how to read the uh, the Elder Scroll, right? Wrong guy. Wrong yes. guy. Yes. Alright. Yeah. So, anywho, I found that out after doing research after about two and a half hours of trying to figure out where the hell my quest chain was at for, for finding the, the dragon scroll. The game cheats. It throws you ahead in the main quest chain to, to try to pick up where it's at. It you're doesn't right, tell you what you're supposed to you're do. Right. The game cheats. You're right. It just magically put me ahead of where I'm supposed to be. You're right, Dave, and Liz is, Liz is totally innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so going to pay that later on. Yeah, you're it took me hours to figure out what was going on because the game cheated. I'm just so irritated. Well, anywho, I I I did the main quest chain for a little while. I eventually did see Alduin raise dragons, and I came across dragons that were were crazy. I came across this one called a revered dragon. Have you ever oh. seen one of these before? Oh, yeah. I actually yeah. fought one um, the other day. It whipped my butt in until I, I downed a few uh, protection, uh, fire protection potions. And uh, I was well, able I'm, to... I'm also like that. I, I'm stacked up on fire and, and frost resist. Like, they don't even breathe fire at me anymore because it's, they, don't, they don't waste their time. Yeah, it's, well... But this thing was... It was... I've never seen one of these before. No, it was yeah. I I agree. I, I'm wondering if this was like a new addition to the game or something, like recently I in a recent patch. I bet that it is. I bet that it's from the DLC because I I thought that they stopped at the Elder Dragons, but this thing was dip, more difficult than an Elder Dragon. This thing it has these huge frills coming off the side of its neck, and its tail is just like a big flat flat thing. Yeah, they're and crazy looking. They're insane. And it was flying around. In, in yep. fact, this came out thing in Dawnguard. It did come out in Dawnguard. That's what I yeah. figured because this is the first time I've ever seen this thing. And I, I was using my uh, buffed up beefy um, Zephyr, which is the one that has the bonus to to uh, draw speed, the bow. Mm-hmm. And I shot him a few times, and he kept on flying around. He refused to even land or breathe at me for a while, and. Eventually, he just got fed up with flying around because I beat him down so much that he landed, but he had nowhere to land. So I, I was following this dude. I, I swear, I followed him probably ten minutes out from where he originated from, which was I was going in, to a dragon shout. Was this in Falkreath? Um, no, actually, it was near Riften. It was a dragon shout near Riften. Huh. That makes it was one of the, the the dragon of. Um, you know where they, they have them on the map and they have the little dragon head icon and yeah. you go up and there's dragon shout always with it and there's a dragon garden it? It was one of those. But it was randomly spawned as a revered dragon. It's crazy. Yeah, and I followed this thing. I kept after him too. Eventually, I was following him so far that he came into a fight between a frost troll and three frost wolves, which I think they're called ice wolves. And the the thing is, is the frost troll aggro's against the ice wolves the same way that he aggro's against the dragon. So I had, I was stuck in the middle of a fight between three 
things that were already warring against each other. I, hmm. I it was just like everything was trying to kill each other. And oh, by the way, speaking of everything trying to kill each other, I now have to say that if you're you intend to go on to the quest chain of the um what is it the, the Ethereum wars? Remember how much I was talking about that quest chain before, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, don't do it. Too late. Do not do the Ethereum Wars if you're not willing to protect what you've made. Because randomly on the road, I had this one dude and his three goons come up to me and kill me. (laughs) He was all like, hey, bro, that's some nice Ethereum, whatever you made right there. I bet that uh, I could kill it and kill you and take it from you. It's like, what? (laughs) So he killed me and took it from me. Oh, I'm not even kidding. Just randomly, this dude notices, you know, probably the rarest element on the planet, and is just like, "Hey, what a coincidence! I kill people who have that." <laughs> Am I glad I found you? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for you. So I I got fed up with with strolling around. I eventually found out what I was supposed to do to find the Dragon Elder Scroll, and I'm going to do that next week. That's going to be what I do, but. One thing I did play with is I finally got enough souls to unlock the rest of that dragon shout so I can summon the dragon from the uh, from the soul cairn. And what happens is the dragon teaches you a new shout every time you summon him. Well, the first three times you summon him. So I summoned him the first time. He taught me the first word of this shout called soul tear. And apparently, if you learn all three words and and spend your three souls to level it up all the way, if you shout and kill an enemy with this shout, which, by the way, this shout is totally uh, the voice shout, the first one you get, the, the what's it called? Dang it. Fusrota. Fusrota, thank you, that one. <laughs> There's like an a, a, a official name for it. Anywho, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Force anyway. balance push. It's, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, anywho, that it, it's the same kind of thing, except if when you shout at someone, it actually damages them. And if you damage someone with a, the through the point of actually killing them with the shout, it fills up a soul shard and turns them into a zombie. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, anything that you kill with this, anything. I'm like, oh my god! Especially being a conjurer, thinking that. Hey, guess what, guys? Extra pet. <laughs> Apparently, this is the only way that you can get a, a giant to actually be a follower. How long does is it last? Kill it with. Um, I think it was like a minute or a minute and a half for them being a a like a guardian pet, just like the same way that you have when you uh you summon a thrall from a dead body. Yeah, it's the same sort of thing. Okay, and I, w- I wonder if that works against is, though, some of those dragons. Oh, that would be cool! Have you thought of that? <gasps> I need to try that. You can cover a lot. Could of you imagine in a zombie dragon? Yeah, that'd be cool. Zombie yeah. dragon. But what happens it when out. its wing falls off? Um, well, <laughs> flying around missing a wing. It's a, it's a, we call him Circles because that's all we can do. <laughs> I think he's going more for the let's drag him from let's drag intro. 
Uh, see that you know, I just I think that Soul Terror is just so cool. So I mean, I gotta keep. I have two words of it just because it takes like five minutes to cool down, uh, resummoning the the spirit dragon. So you have to wait over and over again. But that's how you get the extra words. You don't have to search for them. Every time you summon that dragon, he teaches you a new word at the beginning of every time you do it. I'll have to keep that in mind. I have yet to summon him. I keep on back in my mind, you know, you gotta do this, you fool. Gotta do it. I never do. Yeah, I'm yet to go into Soul Cairn. I'm still doing other stuff, so. Well, we got um, we got another email for you guys. It's the last one we're gonna do today. Oh, Joe, before before we do that, can I just mention one one quick thing about the website? No. Um, yeah, 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 go ahead. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just I just want to let everyone know that that Shank was such a hit oh, and right. such a fan favorite. We hired him on to be a writer for our website. Um, and you can see our two new articles: one written by uh, Joe Bradford, uh, Dragonborn, his first impressions, and also we are now, as of today, debuted the very first article by Shank. Early reviews on Dragonborn hit the web, and you can see these on our website, which is ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com. Um, also, we got another article coming at you uh, tomorrow, which will be you know the day you're listening to this podcast by. Um, oh God, now I'm embarrassed because I, I completely Brian? forgot his name. Brian, Brian, Brian Armstrong, our intrepid reporter, Brian Armstrong. <laughs> Uh, Brian is now going to be uh, writing for Elder Scrolls as well on the Elder Scrolls website, and you can see uh, collectively Joe Bradford, Brian Armstrong, and Shanks Elder Scrolls and Elder Scrolls Online. All of their uh, their work is going to be right there on our website. I need so to pull one of them away from Elder Scrolls and put it somewhere else. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so can I get an email now? Yeah, yeah, I'm I sorry, get I just wanted to throw that out there. I want to get this email. It, it's an email. Can I get into the email? Yeah. Yeah, email? Okay. Uh, this is from John. John S. He says, Hey, guys, in response to my email, you guys mentioned playing the older games. What if you put out a challenge like five to... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like five to ten levels per week in Oblivion and seemed and seemed out listener email feedback, MP3s, and also talked about your own gameplay each week. It would be worth... But I bet it would be pretty interesting. Thank you, John. John, here's the problem. I was an idiot and did this kind of challenge thing for Skyrim for my co-hosts a little while ago. And um, they're just getting over being mad at me about that. <laughs> so, in order for the sake of the happiness of myself and my co-hosts, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, the problem with that sort of thing is it's all cool in the very beginning. Um, but the problem comes in where you you may not have enough time to get five or ten levels in Oblivion and Skyrim or Morrowind and Oblivion and Skyrim and then cover also you know different games that we do on, on the network as well. So this is a wonderful idea, but we have in to theory. think network-wide <laughs> in theory. And in, in network-wide in theory doing what we do, it's, it's a terrible idea because it's so <laughs> stressful. <laughs> In other words, yeah, okay, we're going to do an Oblivion Challenge right now, and we all failed. Moving on. Yeah, and it also it turns into bad shows then, because we, we tried very hard to get those five or ten levels, and we focused on that versus focusing on the actual content we are doing in the game. 
and things are forgotten, tensions rise, and it it, it really does become quite a quite a hairy thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. So. Um, Good idea, but. Yeah, it just doesn't work for us, especially with the fact that we're all playing different games right now. In retrospect. Yeah. So. I mean, you got Ivaro playing Oblivion, I'm playing Morrowind, Lou and Dave are in Skyrim. Um, actually, you know what? I'm not even sure what Lou's doing right now, so let's ask him. Lou, what are you doing? Well, I'm doing, well, I'm trying to catch up on quite a bit. I tried to clean up or actually start continuing my progress on the main story arc, which is going after the big bad Alduin himself. So right now I'm at the stage where I just captured Odaving, the dragon over in Whiterun, and I thought that was a pretty cool fight. Yeah, I love that That was that an sequence. awesome fight. Yeah, yeah. The first couple minutes, I'm like swinging at this guy, using every shout. It's like, why is this guy going down? You know, that, that also leads to one of the greatest disappointments in the game. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it gets yeah. your hopes Damn. up and tears them right out of your soul. Oh, yeah, it did. Stomps on it, spits on it for color, and that's it. Well, did did you did you get him down, Lou? Did you actually do the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. I actually got him down. I thought I was, <laughs> after a couple minutes of swinging at him. And not seeing any progress, I realized, wait a minute, I'm standing on the great porch out here in White Run. Like, oh, oh, you know, maybe I should just pull him back into this cavern. And lo and behold, the trap springs like, duh. So what did you think of your flight, your dragon flight? I haven't done that yet. Can we? dragon <laughs> But I know I have to do that, though. He, I'm at that part where he off the table, you know, you can let me go, I'll help you, wink. I'm like, hmm, you're trying well, to kill me. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up, Solverson. You know, a, a, a dragon <laughs> wink is like a thunderclap, I'm right? I'm still scarred. That slimy bastard. I knew it. <laughs> I should have killed you. And taken your soul. You'll, you'll experience that letdown, Lou. And when you do, we'll be, we'll be a shoulder to cry on. Uh, I, mean, I, I won't be able to do a Shang song in Skyrim on him. <laughs> that blows. Soul for that disappointment. <laughs> but also, at the same time, been trying to you know, continue my uh, adventures in Dawnguard. You know, it doesn't help having a quest journal with 50 plus quests. Then, you know, you got the main story arc, Dawnguard. So I'm getting pulled different, a lot of different places at once. But I have been doing the, the kill quest from Gunmar, Dawnguard, and the fetch quest from uh, Soreen. Just to see if they have any effect in the game. I'm kind of hoping, in my mind, that, you know, when you get these, especially the, the schematic quests you get from Soreen, mm-hmm. that somehow when you get to those fights with. Uh, the Dawn Guard and the Vampires, since I'm obviously side of the Dawn Guard for now, for this character, you, you get to see the fruits of your labor. Like, you know, you'll see the Dawn Guard actually have, you know, an exploding crossbow bolt. You know, you, you get to see him use a, a, a exploding freeze bolt, that sort of thing. That's what right. I'm hoping I see later on. You know, not to say that, you know, you do all these great quests and all of a sudden only you get to see and, and use the schematic. So that, for me, that's a waste. You know, you do this for the betterment of the Dawn Guard, give all the NPCs that ability. You know, if you make, you've got the ability to make a greater, a better crossbow. Heck, every one of the, the dawn guards should have that crossbow on them. Again, Lou, we're, we're we'll be a shoulder for you to cry on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, in that case, I'll just I'll just pad this in. Thanks, Bethesda, for making my storyline count. <laughs> for making my decisions count in the game. Just saying. You know, I'm the thane of almost of all the holes, but you know, all the guards call me crap. Even the Steiner marks. It's a small thing, but quality of life. It works. Try it out sometime. <laughs> um. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> but one thing, though, I am harping on, which is explaining the anger that you're seeing right now, is the fact that, um, you know, I have Saran as my companion, and I really Skyrim wish- Kira. Yes, Skyrim Kira. Skyrim Kira. As opposed to Kira in Swotor, I love her. I'd love to keep her as my companion on my, my Jedi Knight. Here, Serana as my vampire companion in Skyrim. I wish I could do what the Lycans do in Underworld. Get some UV rounds and plug you. <laughs> you turn to dust. UV arrows. You know, she... Oh, as I'm doing the other quests in my journal, doing all those other things, it's just annoying that she is just like Lydia. She really is. <laughs> she just pops out and there was like, you know, I just got two great stealth kills, but now that you see the third mob, or the third target, you're just going to pop out. So where did you come from? And try to fly and zap it away with your magic spells and just ruin everything. Thanks. Thanks. Now you'll pay. You're yeah, it, exactly. You're lucky you, know you get a couple kills in. I take one shot and... <laughs> was that? Oh, crap. <laughs> I, it actually one of my notes here. It's like, I want to find a mod that makes her into a more manageable and more intelligent thinking companion in this game. Because that's just so annoying where it just pops out and just ruins everything. You know, it ruins the setup. All the time you took to set yourself up for the fight and she just goes off. Balls to the wall and, and just ruins the surprise. Oh, there's, the there's, there's a ton of YouTube videos out there that make fun of that same thing. Most especially are surrounding Lydia. Yes, but now I'm, we can add Saran to that list. Yeah, I mean it's it's a big joke. It's uh, these videos are hysterical too. <laughs> you know, you think after all this time it's being out for almost a year, they'd say, you know what, we should fix that AI because it really is, you know, it's annoying. <laughs> well, you know, for gaining that, that courage to so. take companions on adventuring, it just drives me away from that. <laughs> you know, if, if if I didn't have that companion, who would be able to hit me? How would I take damage? It's there to round out the game because honestly, if if I were sneaking everywhere, I'd be able to successfully play the game without dying. You need that companion there to kill you off every now and again. Just to keep you honest. <laughs> <laughs> the whole podcast goes silent. <laughs> well, just to be that slave, you know, behind the conquering heroes of turn in Rome, saying, "Remember, thou art mortal." Well, that's fine, but I'm a Dovahkiin. <laughs> Oh yeah, thou art dead. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, can't exactly. wait to get the hate mail for that one. Yeah, I was joking, people. Joking. Uh, we weren't. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'm also wishing that the crossbow bolts schematics, you know, you could turn them into the arrow equivalents. You know, I'd like to see an exploding ebony arrow. That'd be cool. That would be cool. You know, You're supposed or to aim at the sun and yeah. shoot into it. Oh my oh. god. All right. <laughs> the vampires win. Oh, Harkin, he wins. <laughs> the sun's out. We win. But I really think that would be cool, though, uh, for later on. You know, just turn that over since, you know, I'm working on archery. I don't really like the crossbow. I mean, I understand its, it's power, its potential, but, you know, I prefer using, you know, my kick-ass nightingale bow <laughs> that I've gotten to legendary status. Come on. So then use it. Yes, but I want, I, but I want the exploding arrows. <laughs> yeah, it's arrows, man. Fire you arrows. Can't have it all, man. I know. Lou's such a prima donna. God, my console, my UI has to be a certain way. You know, Serana heck has to work work in a certain way. You know, work with me, Serana. 
Speaking of R3, it's still pretty low for my taste. I'm only I'm stuck at 83. Oh, still going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I try to work out a lot, but you know, with Serena ruining every now and then, ruining the shots, it's just like, oh, forget it. Back to dual wielding, clean up the mess. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Roll out. But while I've been working on my enchanting, got it up to 64 from 42. Past couple of days, that's you know every chance I get, hitting the arcane enchanter. Yeah, I'll use it. That's great. That's a huge climb, 64 to 42, or 40, yeah, yeah. All 64 this, from 42. Yeah, all the you know the gold rings, necklaces, whatever you I find in the mobs or in the chests. Yeah. Before I sell them back, I just quick enchant them and just sell them back. And whoever mentioned that great tip, I think I have to give uh, kudos to Liz. <clears throat> Ah, I know you hate to do it, but there that, it is. That hurt. Um, That's where it belongs. <laughs> yes. And great thing, too. I mean, Joe and I are also using the same mod from Black mm-hmm. Tower, the uh, Black Sacrament mod, I should say. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yep, so yep. And I, I created the to Black Armor look, Joe. Nice. Yes. So it's looking awesome. And I wrote that, you know, Storm Shadow ain't got nothing on me. So if you're a fan of the old G.I. Joe series, Storm Shadow, you all know what color he wore, what he looked like. That's what I've got sporting now. Like a nice off-white with the, you know, the blacks and grays in there. And I enchanted everything, so it looks pretty good. And, you know, I didn't lose anything from the Nightingale armor, so I'm lucky there. And also, I've been firing up on Oblivion. Loaded oh, how's Oblivion going? I'm liking it. Uh, just getting used to it, though. I mean, I'm still only in the beginning area once I got out of the cell. Into this first crypt area and promptly getting my butt fed to me. <laughs> Very so interesting. Started learning the mechanics on there. And one last thing that I wanted to mention, though, was the fact that um, Skyrim Nexus has a, a mod called Demon Hunter Armor from Blood Free. It looks like the Demon Armor from Diablo 3. Mm. Yes. Dave, take a look at it. It looks amazing. I, I definitely will. Yes. I'm trying to find it on Steam. It's not on Steam Workshop yet, but it is on Skyrim Nexus. I'm waiting for it to come on Steam, and then I'll just download it. Sweet. Yeah. Looks good. Demon Hunter armor. Yes. When you look at it, you're like, yep. It's something Joel will download, too, as well. I'm Maybe. Sure i got to focus on actually getting through uh, Dawnguard before I start <laughs> downloading more mods. <laughs> but yeah, that's my, my playthrough for the week. All right, well, Lou, I'm going to keep you talking, buddy. We're going to go into your Elder Scroll. All righty. As promised, you know, the past couple weeks, I've been talking about the factions of the Elder Scrolls Online. And if you're all here, Joe had a question last week, and I promptly shut him down (laughs) for trying to ruin the crack. (laughs) Save it for next week. That's next week's question. So here it is, as promised, the last of the factions. It is the Ebonheart Pact. In the Ebonheart Pact, it is one of the most fragile of the alliances in Tamriel's history. It's born purely out of necessity. The three races who comprise it, they share a great distrust for each other, and the only respect they have is the one they earned as being honorable enemies. So, the Ebonheart Pact is formed in the Second Era, in the year 572, during and as a result of the second Akviri invasion. Here, the Nords, Dunmer, Dark Elves, and the Argonians, who were once great enemies, they become allies. They form what's called the Great Moot, which is a council of all three races. And they will fight as one, and attempt to save Tamriel from slavery and subjugation of the Akviri people. The dominant race of the Ebonheart Pact, no surprise, 
They're the Nords. Despite the godlike power tribunal, which is part of the great moot, the faction is led by the High King Skyrim at the time, who is known as Joran the Scald King. He, however, does not rule absolutely. As I mentioned before, all governing decisions have to be spoken about, discussed, and ratified by the Great Moot, which is again the council of all three races. So yes, he rules the Evanhar Pact, but he doesn't rule alone. Now the Evanhar Pact stretches over the provinces of Skyrim, Morrowind, and the Black Marsh. Its capital is in the city of Mournhold, which is situated in the mainland of Morrowind. And just to give a little background, other races at the time, remember, this is a thousand years before the events of Skyrim, so I just want to give a little background history for them. The Nords, as the leading race of the Emerald Pact, they're known as the Great Conquerors. Okay, the Nords, up to this point, great warrior race, they broke the power of the Aelids, okay, the Elves, okay, back then. If you remember back several, several, several episodes ago, I spoke about the Aelids, okay? <laughs> One of the Mare people, okay, drove them away, drove them underground. They nearly drove the Altmer out of High Rock, okay? And they ruled much of Morrowind before the arrival of Dunmer. And this makes them feel pretty good about themselves, okay? They feel pretty awesome. <laughs> They've got this thing where they feel that they're supposed to be the destined rulers of Tamriel. And yes, they are amongst the strongest warriors of any land, facing battle with ferocity that terrifies their enemies. Hmm. I wonder where the Red Guard would put into this show. Now the Dunmer. They are known for their skill and diplomacy, subterfuge and tactics. They have a long history of invasions to their province. And so this has made them very paranoid, with good cause, and the culture learns to embrace this mindset. Dunmer will also be known as the best mages and warriors of Tamriel. Okay, and they're led by the living gods of the tribunal. But, here's a big but. Not all the Dunmer have agreed to set the differences aside and ally with their old enemies. One house, known as House Silvani, will not join or be a privy to the MR Pact. The Argonians. Yes, your favorite lizard people. They're known for their stealth abilities and their use of blades. At this point in time, the Argonians have suffered years of slavery at the hands of the Dunmer, and these experiences have made them skilled in defending their borders from much larger forces, as the Dunmer will invade Argonian homelands to take them as slaves. The Argonians in the MR Pact will serve as the scouts and skirmishers of the Pact. And just to give an idea where everything is, the MR Pact is geographically, they're the largest of the alliances. Normally, militarily, this would be a big weakness, but for them, they're going to make it work. Why? Because each of the races has so much land, so much territory for themselves, they don't have the time nor the wherewithal to meddle in the other two, other, you know, other two partners' affairs. They have enough of their own to deal with. You know, why would the Nords want to go in, our, in the Black Marsh and deal with their problems there? No, they, they'll stick with their own place. We got dragons here. You guys got little, little lizards. <laughs> <laughs> we have snow... Dragons, these crazy wraiths and hag ravens. I don't want to deal with no funky mosquitoes from the Black Marsh. <laughs> so, that's the Ebonheart Pact. And that nice. wraps up the factions. Make me wait a week, you jerk. That's <laughs> what I do. Before we wrap up the show, Evarwin was begging me, can we please get to this topic? So I'm going to let him take the floor. Evarwin, uh, go ahead. Alright, real quick. So, Elder Scrolls Online devs uh, have uh, their second question of the week out this week, and their question is, 
Uh, what monster are you looking forward to seeing in Skyrim and Morrowind? And also, uh, the Name the Faceless Mage contest has a winner. After 5,700 entries, one was picked, and it comes from Jim from Albany, California. He won $100 uh, plus the name entry appearing in-game, as well as a all Elder Scrolls Online print, a t-shirt, and a poster. And the name, you may ask? For the Dark Elf NPC, the nameless mage is... <laughs> Malker Valos. Malker Valos. And you can see his backstory as well as the entire post. Can you say that name backwards? It's Salav Ruklam. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you're right. It is Salav Ruklam. <laughs> oh, great. Now you said it. You know, just opened up a gate to oblivion. Now the team's going to come out. Oh, You can catch all of this at ElderScrollsOnline.com. As uh, you definitely check out that that video as well. It's it's pretty cool. So. All right, this is a part of the show where we least well, we got one five star review shout out, and then it goes to the point where no one likes, and we have to wrap things up. And that five star review shout out is what, Lewis? It comes from our friends up north, up in Canada, from Alex Y. Thanks, Alex. And our final thoughts, just so everyone doesn't write an email saying, Joe, you're an idiot, there are Morrowind DLC. Yeah, there is. There's two of them. I forgot I got the uh, You Are Awesome Collector's Edition thingy pack that included them. Um, I'm going to get back into Morrowind. Guys, Evarwin, your thoughts? Yeah, uh, looking forward to finally getting my uh, my house and wife and kids, and I'm f- looking forward to doing uh, a brush with death and seeing what that's all about. I am, I am really torn between what's the name of the show, either Dragonborn or Dova Kid. What do you, what do you think, Dave? <laughs> it needs to be Dova Dova Babies. <laughs> what do you think, Lou? <laughs> oh. I think Dover Kids or Dover Babies would be fitting. <laughs> People just go, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> Dover Babies. <laughs> yeah. And Lou, your final thoughts. I can't believe that damn dragon I tried to Whiterun is probably going to go back in his word. We're not saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, anyway, I, my final thought is I, I, it, either way, he's going to have to die. <laughs> In my version of Skyrim, he's going to die. <laughs> Mr. Adams. I just want to say that uh, y'all should keep your ears open because I've decided to forgive Morrowind. So the next time I see it on sale on Steam, I'm probably going to try to pick it up. I thought it was Oblivion you didn't like. It, it, I don't care for either of them, but okay. I didn't give Morrowind a fair shake. Okay, cool. So we'll have two Oblivion and two Morrowind plays. Yeah, when Dave so Morrowind, I'm going to forgive it the next time it's on sale, which I'm hoping is going to be within a few days for the, the winter sale for Steam. So, yeah, that's going to be my Christmas present to ever, all of our listeners. I'm going to forgive Morrowind. <laughs> Fair enough. And our final thoughts, Mr. Varwin. No, final thoughts. I mean, how to reach us, that one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, how to reach us. Well, if you want to go to a really awesome website... You can go to ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com because I know you're sitting at work right now saying, gee, I want to go to a really awesome website. ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com, ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com. 
Uh, if you want to check out a really awesome podcasting network, questgamingnetwork.com. Yeah, that's it. We've got uh, Minecraft Off the Record Live, Elder Scrolls Off the Record, uh, as well as Quest Legion, Dungeon Crawler, Adrenaline Gaming. These are all shows made for you, made, made by you, fans for fans. Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com. That is our email, Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com. We offer a $10 mention service if you would like to hear your name shouted out over the podcast for whatever you wish, uh, possible advertisement, uh, commemorate something. $10 gets you what you want. $10 mentions. You can go to uh, elderscrollsofftherecord.com and fill out the form on our sidebar. Uh, don't forget our other shows. Dungeon Crawler records on Saturdays. Minecraft Off the Record Live is on Sundays at 7 p.m. at livestream.com forward slash the quest show. Our community cast is recorded every other Friday. Adrenaline Gaming is its Wednesdays and Quest Legion Podcast Fridays. If you have Twitter and you would like to tweet at us, you can tweet at the show using at Elder Scrolls OTR. Joe Wilson is at author J.R. Wilson. I am Evarwin. You may reach me at Evarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Lou is at GamerGuy11B, G-A-M-E-R-G-U-Y-1-1-B. And Dave is at D-E-N-F-O-R-C-E. D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E. Really? You're not going to do it right? Force! <laughs> Hi, <laughs> guys. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Millet Network. And I just want to say, Foos for all you all next week. Take care, everyone. Be safe, and may the Foos be with you. Good night, everyone. Glad you were here. I will see you all again next week. Foos Rhoda. Bye, everybody. Yeah, that's music right now. Right, hold on. Oh, guys, my girlfriend made me cookies, and I'm not a douchebag. <laughs> that's a pretty good impression. Yeah. Well, I heard all 20 episodes, so. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was smooth like butter. Yeah. Butter. butter. Man, she had a great ass, but a face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Marwind is, right? No, no, it wasn't. So, you got the full yeah, collector's edition for $19.99. It's $19.99, Dave. Oh, that's way you too cheap much. cheap buy it. <laughs> no, that's way too much. I have Torchlight, too. Okay. I'll Here get, it is, you I'll cheap get... bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you actually wrote that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought he'd like it. I'll get... Oh, Joe, man. This is... This is the part where you tell her it's because she's prettier than she is. Who's <laughs> <laughs>